it's Monday, uh, which at Breakthrough Marketing Secrets here is Mailbox Monday. That's the day every week where my episode is dedicated to answering your questions about copywriting, marketing, business building, and more. And today I'm going to be talking about research for email copywriters and people who write other short form copy. So let's dive in and start with today's question. All right, so uh, CC said, I'm a beginner in copywriting and would like to focus on short form copywriting. As of now, I only write emails. My concern with copywriting, email copywriting, is the proper research to maximize, optimize the result of my copy. Can you share your research process when it comes to short form copy? And um, so first, before, we, before I dive into a more direct answer to that question, I just wanna share some good news regarding research for email copywriters. That if you start to work with clients as an email copywriter or writing other short form copy, my, my hope, my hope is that it's not like I'm gonna write one email and then be done. Uh, because that just doesn't work very well. It doesn't work financially, it doesn't work very well in terms of customer acquisition and deal flow, it doesn't work very well. Email copywriting and a lot of other short form copy tends to be uh, most effective when it's an ongoing position, an ongoing relationship with the client. Now, you may do it in three month chunks or 12 month chunks or whatever, but it tends to be something where you develop a, uh, a relationship with the client. And the, the great news about that in the context of this question is that you need to do a lot less research as you get to know the, the client better. And I don't just mean the client as a person, I mean the product, the service, the market, the you know, all of those different factors that go into writing a good email. One more important point that I want to make regarding um, email copywriting specifically and short form copy specifically before we even answer the research question is I, I want to emphasize that the role of emails and other short copy is really not to create conversions. You don't need to like your the research level required for email copy is very different than the research level that's required for, for example, a video sales letter or a webinar or something where you need to have a deep understanding of the product, the market, the prospect, all of that. For emails, because your primary uh, your primary concern is to get the click to get someone to click from the email to whatever sales page, to take whatever next action. And the same thing applies for pretty much any other short copy. Because your main job is to sell the click, to get them to take the next action, it, it ends up being very different uh, in terms of the amount of research versus versus longer copy. Uh, so then the question becomes, how do you accomplish this? How do you sell the click? How do you sell the next action? And that should be the main question that drives and informs your research process in writing short copy is not, how can I convince someone to convert and buy the product? But how can I get someone to take the next action to the sales page, which is going to be that core, that, that core, um, the, the core sell, sales message that is responsible for converting the prospect into a customer. So don't take it on as your responsibility as the email marketer to convert. That is the, the responsibility of the sales page, the product page, the sales letter, the VSL, the webinar, etc. Um, take it on as your responsibility when you're writing the emails to get someone to click to take that, that next action. 
So the first thing that I would say that you need to research before you write short copy is what's the next step? What am I linking them to, right? There should be one inevitable next step that they need to take as a result of reading your email. And so you need to know exactly what that next step is. What's the action that they're going to take, right? And then you go look at that page. You go look at that sales page. You go look at the product page. You go look at the, you know, whatever it is, depending on what market you're in. Maybe it's a call booking page. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is, right? It, it can vary a lot. But ask yourself, what's the core message on this page? What is this page conveying? What's what's the uh, what are the exciting stories that are being told on this page? Uh, what story could I start in my email? What um, benefit can I promise in the email? What um, core you know problem solution equation can I present in the email? And then what's the offer? Now, a lot of email copy should not necessarily focus on the offer itself, but there may be uh, times, there certainly are times, where you want to bring the offer front and center inside your short copy. Um, and, and so in that case, you also wanna know what's the offer on the page. And so there's there's going to be some variability in the different email messages that you write. Maybe as you're getting closer to a deadline, you're going to focus way more on the offer. As you are, um, as as you're early on in a campaign or introduce something, introducing something, you're going to focus more on like what's that core message? What's the benefit that's promised? What's the result that's promised? What are the exciting stories that I can get people engaged with in the email, where they have to go through to the next page in order to, uh, in in order to complete the story. So like that's the first thing that you need to research before writing short copy is where am I directing them to and what's exciting about that particular page? What's compelling about that particular page? Now, more research prompts for email copywriters. If if I'm going through and trying to come up with all the different ways, number one, I have a, a product called email copywriting prompts that I'm going to make sure to link you to um, that's going to... It, it offers 31 different prompts for email copywriters. And in a way, those different prompts are starting points for different research. Um, but if we're going to go at a higher level, some of the things that I'm going to look for are, um, are, are these things. So there's market stories. Uh, so market is often used in the context of uh, investments. And that's certainly one place where market stories are relevant, right? Um, so any story about what's going on in the stock market is going to be relevant for an investment promo or has the potential to be relevant for an investment promo. But a market story can be something completely different. Uh, so for example, actually just before recording this episode, I happened to read an article about um, what's going on in our nasal passages that contributes to us getting more colds and flus in the winter. And it's this new medical research about um, how our nasal passages, um, uh, like how our nasal passages work, and in particular how they're built to fight off infection. But the specific tools that they use to fight off infection are um, are diminished by extended exposure to cold air. Right. So if you're breathing in a lot of cold air, uh, it can actually damage what's going on in your nasal passage that that allows your body to fight off viruses before they actually really enter your body, right? And if I was working with some kind of, I don't know, immune something or 
I don't know, uh, that might be a relevant market story. For me, it was just interesting reading, uh, but there can be all sorts of different market stories going on. If, if, if uh, local, it could be local news. If, if, um, you know, if it's niche specific, it could be niche specific news. It could be uh, research that's coming out. All, just any kind of market stories, right? That cross your desk. Client stories are also a great place um, ask your client, you know, how'd you get into the business? What, what compels you to, to do this? Like what, just, just ask, right? Uh, best if you can record it so you can get it in their voice, you can get it in their words, but capture as many client stories as possible because those can lay a front, a, a, a groundwork, a framework for, uh, for different email copy that you might write. And if you have a long-term relationship with a client, those might be things that you would draw on over and over again uh, through the course of writing different emails for them. Prospect stories or client stories, um, meaning their clients, right? So what are the stories about people in the marketplace uh, that you may find? One place for that could be you know, Reddit and other forums where people talk about all sorts of topics. If there is a relevant subreddit, uh, where people share their stories. That could be one place that you could just talk about things that go on in your marketplace. If you have a ton of different client and customer stories, those can be great places to research for email copywriters. Just looking for any interesting story that you might want to share and might be able to get permission to share, by the way. Um, competitive products can be a great place to research. Uh, there, primarily, you're looking for what buying criteria supports someone um, choosing your product or service over the competition. So I, I think of Dan Kennedy's uh, USP unique selling proposition question. If um, Why should I, your perfect prospect, choose to do business with you over every other option available to me in the marketplace, including going with a competitor, solving the problem myself, or not doing anything at all, right? Um, so why should I choose you over the different options in the marketplace? If you come up with some good answers to that, that can be a great place to research for copywriters. And also I have the Paisa formula that I've taught often as a way to uh, structure copywriting stories, to structure copy in some cases. And, um, and it also is a great place to research for copywriters, uh, for, for, for email and other short copy copywriters. So. P stands for problem. Right? What what problem is your product solving? What problem is your is your service helping someone with? A is agitation. Why is it agitating to have that problem and leave it unsolved? I is invalidation. Why have other solutions not worked for them? Um, S is solution. What does an ideal solution need to do or need to contain in order for it to work and to finally solve the problem? And A is action. What action needs to be taken now in order to solve the problem? And so those can be other great prompts for doing uh, research for email copywriting and other short copywriting. There you're just looking to capture whatever idea, whatever idea is going to contribute to a compelling story that's gonna be just enough, just enough to capture your prospect wherever they're at, to grab their attention, and to get them to click over through to the sales page. So your call to action 
from this video is to ask yourself, how am I going to apply this, right? How am I going to, if, if I'm interested in research for email copywriters and I just engaged with this episode from Roy, how am I going to apply what he's just shared with me here, right? And you could leave that as a comment with this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. I will include a link to ask me your question. It's ask Roy your question. If you'd like to have it answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode, I pick the best questions to answer in the Monday episode. And I will also include a link to that email copywriting prompts training. Uh, so that you can check that out. And again, that has 31 different prompts that each one can form a great um, a great beginning to your research. And it goes deeper into many of the things we've talked about here. So I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day of every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your copywriting, your marketing, your entrepreneurship and business growth genius. And uh, I'll see you again in tomorrow's episode. See you soon, bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.